Their breathing grew heavier, sounding strangely inside their own heads. They relaxed slightly when they recognised the unique sound of the iron mooring rings on the short pier of the village, being clanged by their womenfolk to guide them away from the dangerous cliffs. The wives, mothers, daughters and sisters of the kings, the Dranachs, the ladies, and the others, all clanging the rings in turn. Two of the fog-bound luggers riding out the heavy sea were the Lowenek and the young maid. The young maid was skippered by Samuel Dranach and crewed by his seventeen-year-old son Bartholomew, his close neighbour Jonathan King, and Jonathan's three sons, Jeremy, Christopher and Josh. They could just make out the fuzzy outline of the boat in front of them, but they were unable to identify it as the Lowenek, manned entirely by more kings. Samuel Dranach watched the other lugger with anxious eyes. He hoped it would draw further away, but did not attempt to alter the course of his own boat for fear of colliding with an unseen vessel to his port or starboard. Damn this fog! Why no? he muttered to himself, irritably pushing a lock of greying hair away from his colourless eyes. The young maid was a brand new lugger, expertly crafted in Mounts Bay, working her first week at sea. Even though the lugger was owned by a wealthy man at Marazion, who took the greater share of the boat's profits, it was the consummation of the dreams Samuel had held all his working life. The last thing he wanted now was to have the craft damaged by ramming the boat ahead. When a few seconds later the hazy outline in front of him disappeared, his hard face relaxed a little. Thank the Lord he breathed, and Bartholomew, who'd been watching his father intently, nodded his dark head in agreement. But it was too early to thank the divine. As the young maid was swept up to the top of the next wave, the Lowenek was in the deep gully below it. Lowenek's skipper Nathaniel King, known locally as Grandfather King, was the first to sense impending danger and the only fisherman on his family's lugger to see the young maid tossed off the wave to plunge down on top of them. His shout of, Look out! had barely left his thin, cracked lips when forty feet of heavy timber, masts, yards and sails, and several stone of fish crashed down, snuffing out life, tearing off limbs, and almost cleaving lower neck in two. The noise was deafening over the turbulent waves, the fishwives paused in their clanging at that same moment, as the premonition of tragedy had stilled their hands. At his shout, Grandfather King had risen to his feet. He was swept overboard with the speed and grace of a swooping seabird, hitting the cold, inky black water with no more than a dull splash. He had no regrets at facing death now. Better to die at sea as a working fisherman than to end up as a slinger, left by old age and infirmity to watch on shore with the women and children for the return of the fleet. His two sons, Jonathan and Solomon, with his left arm ripped off, were thrown out of their boats immediately after him. The waves swept them quickly away into the fog, their cries growing fainter and fainter, until they were no longer heard. Both men fought for their lives. Both lost them not content as their father was to leave their fate to the elements and their maker.
Terror and confusion possessed the survivors on the young maid as it rocked crazily on the rushing sea. Clinging to the mast after a desperate attempt to clutch at Jonathan King's body, Samuel Drannock was brought forcefully to his knees. When he regained his feet, the lugger was steadying itself. The sea was a little less angry. The waves had lost some of their awesome strength. Although grateful to have a stable, albeit damaged, boat under his feet, Samuel's horror did not lessen. His inbred Cornish superstition rose to the fore at the uncanny changes in the weather and the sea. We'll pay for this, boy, he hissed to his son, who was looking at him anxiously from his position at the bow. What's that? Bartholomew shouted above the moans and exclamations of the other survivors on the young maid. He saw with despair that nearly all their catch had been lost overboard in the collision. Five days, tedious labour and sweat all for nothing. Bartholomew wiped...